In recent days, uh, we've seen the fear that an inversion of the US yield curve could be uh, signaling a coming US recession. What I'd like to do today is go back over the discussions we've had on this issue for the last couple of years and uh, get to where we, where we are today, given that the, the movements in the yield curve over that period. In October 2017, this issue of the yield curve in the US uh, economy was introduced uh, by uh, Philadelphia Fed President Patrick Harker in an interview he did with Bloomberg. At that time, uh, he was uh, on the Open Market Committee of the Federal Reserve, and he said that the Federal Reserve was looking at the shape of the US yield curve uh, as an indicator of US recession. And the Open Market Committee wanted to avoid a inversion of the US yield curve um, because they felt it was a reliable indicator of US, uh, US recession. I analyzed the data going back to the beginning of the 80s and looked at the relationship between the inversion of the US yield curve in terms of the difference between US 90-day treasury bills and US 10-year bonds over that period and how that the inversion of the yield curve, what happened when US treasury bond yields fell below the 90-day treasury yields and how that worked as a signal to following US recessions. What I found was uh, that Patrick Harker was indeed correct, that it was uh, a reliable signal. But I found uh, it was better to look not so much at uh, when the yield curve inverted in absolute terms, but from a situation where they were 50 basis points more uh, than US 90-day uh, Treasury yields when they fell below that level of positive 50 basis points when that, than when they fell below the zero level. That seemed to be the more reliable indicator of US recessions. And I found that if you looked at that data, then a recession seemed to follow in the 20th century, that is to say last century, around about a year and a half after the US yield curve inverted, that there seemed to be some form of US recession after that period of time. But when we came into the 21st century, our own century, the lead between inversion of the yield curve and, uh, and the US recession seemed to lengthen. And now it seemed to be in this uh, century, it seemed to widen from six quarters to eight quarters, uh, from 18 months to, to 24 months. So. Uh, it was a very, very reliable ind indicator, but the length uh, that it took, the amount of time it took uh, to affect the US economy was longer. Um, I wrote a piece about it at the time in which I showed my findings, and I also proposed a theory that uh, how this US yield curve inversion generated a recession was that what happened when long-term interest rates fell below short-term interest rates, then it was no longer worthwhile investors uh, investing long-term and they would put their money in cash and as a result of that, there would be a decline in investment and uh, a fall in the US economy and that was the cause of the recession. I was lucky enough to talk to Patrick Harker 
in Philadelphia the following uh, January, that is in January uh, 2018. And I was in a room in which there were other Fed presidents uh, and um, uh, uh, James Bullard, who um, was or is the president of the uh, St. Louis Fed, was standing by, uh, to my right when I was speaking to Patrick Harker and um, uh, and I was, we were, the three of us were all standing, talking to each other. And so I, I proposed my uh, little story of my theory um, to Patrick Hucker about how the yield curve worked. And he said that, in fact, the Fed had looked at this and that wasn't the mechanism. And the Fed was unable to uh, find a particular mechanism of how this worked. But what they did know, it was an extremely reliable indicator. So, but at that time, if the uh, yield curve wasn't inverted, then uh, it really wasn't such an important issue. What we've seen recently, we've seen this year, uh, that the US yield curve first fell below uh, a positive 50 basis points. That is to say, uh, US 10-year bonds fell below the level where they were no more than 50 basis points above short rates. And now what we've seen is that in fact that they've uh, fallen uh, below the zero level. That, that, that is to say that long-term interest rates are actually uh, uh, below short-term interest rates. And uh, when I looked at this yesterday, um, US 10-year bond yields were about 30 basis points or 28 basis points below 90-day uh, yields. And so uh, the problem then is uh, does that forecast a US recession and importantly for stock stock markets, which seem to be selling off in response to this inversion, does it uh, forecast a recession in, you know, anytime soon? Going back to what I said before when I looked at the data since the 1980s, what I'd found is that this century, the length of time between uh, yield curve inverts and uh, a US recession uh, was about two years. So even on my standard with it falling below 50 basis points, you, you don't have a, the possibility of a US recession before 20, 2021. But I'd also like to put out uh, to analyze another issue, and that is what the Fed is trying to do. What the Fed is trying to do is slow down uh, the rate of growth of the US economy so that the... Uh, the US doesn't run out of people to give jobs to. This means that it's slowing down the growth rate uh, of employment to the point where the level of employment is equal to or below the level of uh, people coming forward, the growth of labor force, the level of people coming forward to, uh, to fill those jobs. Uh, if you don't get these down into equilibrium, then you eventually have a blowout in wages and that generates uh, a recession, whether you want it or not. But what they're attempting to do is slow the US economy down to the point where that, the labor force and, the, uh, and employment match each other. And at that level, you can have a sustainable uh, growth in the US economy. In fact, uh, what they are in their outlook and in the what is called the blue chip consensus outlook, we actually get to a point around about 2021 uh, where where unemployment falls to its low for this cycle of about 
And what happens then after that, because growth is actually slower, uh, and employment is actually slower than the labor force, uh, growth in the labor force, unemployment then starts to rise. And that process is called a growth recession or a soft landing. So the Fed is actually, uh, and the blue uh, chip consensus believes, that what the Fed will actually achieve is this soft landing or growth recession in 2021. And it's been trying to do that through this whole, or around about 2021. And it's been trying to do that process and it looks like it will now uh, succeed in doing that. The question is, uh, what does the Fed do now to stop that growth recession or shallow recession or soft landing from turning it into a hard one? Well, what it does is it starts to cut rates. And so we think uh, that in fact, the process of Fed rate cuts has just begun. Uh, our model of the Fed funds rate based on the uh, San Francisco Fed model, um, which uh, we've talked about before and has pretty, been providing us with pretty good forecasts of what uh, the Fed is, does. When we apply it in Australia, it does uh, a pretty good forecast of what the, the RBA does. Um, applying that model uh, now, what it suggests to us is there will be uh, at least three more rate cuts uh, that the Fed will do. And so we think the Fed will cut rates by 25 basis points each quarter uh, until uh, it gets rates down to, or the Fed funds rate down to 150 basis points. So we think what will happen is, yes, in two years time, in 2021, we think that the US economy will be in a growth recession or soft landing, uh, uh, which is a, a shout, you know, really quite a shallow downturn, growth will still, GDP growth will still be positive. Um, and that's what they're trying, um, that's what we're trying to do. But to avoid that getting worse, we think there will be a series of Fed rate cuts. And we think we will see those, uh, we think those rate cuts have already started, and indeed they have, and we think there will be continuing series of those Fed rate cuts as we move forward over coming quarters. Mm -hmm.